What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Tony. You and you are now in the building with me. And with this episode, I did it with my boy, Creature K. Uh, amazing dude. He's an up-and-coming producer. I've listened to a few of his tracks and stuff that he made. Dude is amazing. I could definitely see him doing some bigger things in life. Uh, I told him, you know, pretty much to keep doing what he does. And, he, you know, he's just succeeding in life. But, uh, yeah, we were just talking about music, success, and all that stuff. Motivation and all that, you know, the, all the hot topics. So, uh, yeah, definitely check him out uh, on Podcast Anchor. Uh, his name is Creature K. I believe his Instagram is the same. Um, definitely follow him. And, um, yeah, check this episode out and go on. Yo. What's up? How's it going? Yeah, how you doing, man? Well, I think this, uh, yeah, this, this this broadcast has started. So, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm chilling outside. You already know what it is. Um, got me a brewing hand, looking at the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was raining earlier, but you know, it, it's really good right now. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, in the moon at the same time. Yeah, I always thought that was kind of, you know, funny looking at at the same time because I never knew that the moon always stays out. You just can't see it. Yeah, yep. Some weird optical illusion effects are taking place. Yeah. That's pretty How weird. How you been doing, man? Pretty good, man. Just uh, doing my thing, making beats. Uh, I just got a feature with uh, this one. Uh, ambassador uh, of DPG for the with corrupt them and all them. And I mean, that's what's up, man. That's a, that's what's up. And and it's interesting because I created the beat today, <laughs> and you just yeah. get it that fast. Nah, man, that's amazing, man. It is like <laughs> I made the beat like as abstract and jazzy as possible, like you know, like a lo-fi hip hop sound. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's going to be out there in L.A. And so, yeah, I had a homie that's got a direct connection with a lot of these, you know, a lot of these uh, companies out there where they do events and they host like, a, you know, like a big event every week. Yeah. They got tons of people, you know, wanting to get put on the event, get, you know, build, you know, a social media following. It's pretty interesting. That's what's up, man. I'm I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you're doing good, man. Like, uh, that's that's what's up. I re- you know, I feel like a lot of people need to evolve, you know, in in a better, or well, positive way. And a lot of people, you know, they can they can be greater people, but they don't put that effort in. Yeah, yeah, there is that effort, you know, like. Uh, it's 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 a major part of of it all, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean having solid connections, you know, and making the effort to obtain the solid connections and opportunities and potential investors and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I might see you on the big screen one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be that would be that would be an interesting sight to. You know, have my name in the lights, and you know, becoming a 
you know, someone predominant, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, keep doing it, man. That's all I can say. Keep doing it, you know. Just yeah. Keep doing what you do, and um, that, that's the only way to success, man. Like, if you if you stop, obviously you're not gonna succeed in life. Just keep doing what you do, and you 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 gonna make it, you know. Only way, only way is up. Real talk, man. Um, and you know, and for a lot of people that you know have to deal with the struggle, you know, it always seems like only way to to go is down, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, just you know, tons of work, uh, you know, on yourself and trying to find time to to make it all happen. Yeah, that's that's the name of the game, you know, to Yeah. And you know, and I don't, you know, when I first started making beats, like I would stay up late, bro, like just you know, trying to create one beat, you know, um spending hours and hours. Now I could just Man, tap into whatever style and and get it done in a, you know, reasonable amount of time. Nah, that's good, though, because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they want to pursue that same, you know, you know, mm-hmm. make it where they can create a beat in, like, less than, what, like an hour and stuff. But mm-hmm. it, takes, it takes time for, you know, situations like that. And because um, uh, I rap. But I don't do it. I pretty much I do it for fun. Mm-hmm. Like uh, me and my siblings, we uh we have a group chat and um. Okay. I uh I record music, but I do it for fun. I don't do it for like you know I'm trying I'm trying to be known or whatever. But yeah. I, I make fun. I make music because you know I love music and you know I. I have so I feel like I have so many styles when it comes to music and nowadays, you know, artists it's all yeah. about the the way you you know, put the music out, you know. So Yeah. Like yeah, I, I I just like make making music you know, and it it makes me happy and stuff and um Yeah, yeah for sure. Me too, man. Like I don't like I'm not really trying to pursue like you know a, a big you know like fame or any of that kind of stuff. I do it for myself, and you know from time to time I, you know people come at me like you know asking me like how much do I charge and stuff, and I really think sometimes that gets in the way, you know, of some powerful energy, you know. Yeah. When you create with someone, you know it, it's a there's a big significance if you create alone you know of course you'll have that uniqueness and you know you create at your own pace and stuff like that yeah. uh, but when you create with others you know you know the brain waves that are associated with with music and rap and all that it always amazed me no always. it does it does it amazes me like like I don't know, man. I just I I'm a huge fan of music, man. And music gets me through life. Yeah. And, and uh, like with these rappers nowadays, um, mm-hmm. I feel like the producer doesn't get as much recognition, you know. Yeah. I feel like a, a lot of a lot of songs that you know I hear nowadays and stuff people are just like, you know, oh, shit, like, uh, that dude spit the hottest verse on that, blah, blah, blah. But 
play that play that same song without the B. <laughs> you gonna yeah. be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, be like, what? I mean, and there is some dope, you know, uh, artists that man, they they don't even need a beat, and they'll just be telling a story. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you do of- have those artists out there. You do have those artists that can spit some nice shit without a beat, and that shit sounds fire. But you know, to me, I always felt like the producer makes the song because they can mm-hmm. edit the shit. They can, you know, put. These little uh, uh, drop the beat and all that type of shit in it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I always felt like the producer is the one that makes the song, but they don't get as much credit. Well, yeah, you know, in the back in like the early hip hop days, yeah, like the DJ was front and center and he was behind, you know, the MC was behind the the DJ uh, stage, you know, uh, perf- you know. Uh, conductor, you know what I'm saying? Like now, it, it, you know, the, the yeah, the producer, the you know, uh, the engineer and stuff like that, they're in the background now, and the artist is kind of the you know the uh, the attention seeking uh, you know uh, star, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, and it's all about style and clout, swag. You know, there's different words to describe like this appeal that you can have and you could have the soundtrack to complement it. And, you know, you can, uh, you could really develop stuff on a corporate level with this music, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and people go in so many different directions, um, man, like, and there's, and then there's so many different methods of creating beats. Like you can use old equipment, like NPCs and beat machines to capture like, you know, like a vintage sound, you know? Yeah, and uh, for me, I'm doing it all on my laptop, so it takes a it takes a little bit of you know extra effort to make the beat sound you know like a VHS you know uh, recording or you know like an old tape recorder uh, you know to try to like I guess you could say um, you know like you know in order you know like to replicate a style like that the Beatles had or something you know. Using yeah, their- I know. Yeah, so, so I mean, yeah, you go on YouTube, you see all kinds of lo-fi hip hop stations, you know, where they just play all kinds of beats, and you know, a lot of the producers are, you know, they're making it to Spotify and Apple Music, where it's just the producer's instrumental. I don't know if you've been like on uh, any of like you know like the satellite radios, uh, or. Uh, Pandora, you know what I'm saying? You got all kind of beat makers uh, publishing their music, and it's just instrumental music, you know? Yeah. And people do hip-hop freestyle ciphers and different stuff like that. Uh, there's there's not really too many trap producers that just flat-out publish their beats just like that, you know? And people listen to yeah. them just like that. Um, but yeah, man, it's a big industry, and... Uh, know uh, I mean there's some cats that are eating you know and, and they influence you know public names there is a lot of producers in the shadows that are a part of teams or you know production teams or that you know they're bought out by a bigger uh, company or label like cash money or 1017 brick squad um, 
and these production groups and teams, yeah, they publish music, bro. Like, you know, where it shows their actual name, it doesn't actually show like their, you know, like their stage name or their beat producer name, you know? Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, and you know, like Cardi B, for example, like, you know, when she published her songs, people, you know, seen her paperwork, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's some jail type of stuff. And uh, they seen how there was tons of people that supplied her with the lyrics to all her number one songs. Hold on. So you saying you saying that uh, Cardi B don't write her lyrics? No, it's already on record, bro. It's like some jail type of stuff where, you know, you go into jail and everyone knows your case and your paperwork to see if you're, you know, have a you know, uh, you know, a child abuse case or something, you know? Yeah, no, like, I know what you mean. It's kind of like that, man. So everyone looked into Cardi B's stuff, and it's just like, yeah, her number one hit songs, there's, all, you know, all kinds of names that are trending right now that are on that list, you know, um, of people that ghostwrit for her. Yeah, and that's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, well, it's big right now, bro. Like, you know, the expose culture of... uh you know, people on social media that are calling out these celebrities, you know, for their fake uh, jewelry, their fake, uh, you know, like Rolexes or the designer clothes. Uh, there's even some fake cars <laughs> that are like created, <laughs> like chop shop kind of cars. And they yeah. they get called out on just different stuff uh, to try to stunt. Like if it's, you know, and a lot of the artists, that are, you know, flashing, you know, like the money phone and all that shit. Some of them are like, you know, you know, on a 360 deal where they don't really have the money, you know, to, to be really doing stuff with, but they have product, you know, to, uh, advertise yeah. pretty much the, the outfits, the clothes, the, the, uh, the name brand, uh, jewelry, you know, that's created by these jewelers, uh, Takashi six, nine just recently, there was this whole thing about how uh, this jeweler gave him like this, like chain or something that was like, like, you know, some crazy money, like, you know, like 50,000 or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were having an argument pretty much. And the guy was like, well, yeah, you know, let's just call it even. Uh, I'll get the promotion out of it, you know, for people to hit him up for, for the jewelry, you know? Yeah, I heard about that, Johnny. Yeah, it was, you know, some strange stuff, you know, like, and it's all being broadcasted daily, you know? Yeah. Instagram, Snapchat, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but what do you think about, um, yeah, like, uh, just the, the technology of how these beat makers create beats and, you know, how they pull off these productions? I mean, I think it's crazy in general because, like, uh, software like nowadays it's it's advanced like you know compared to like the 90s like you didn't have none of this shit you know you ha you had to actually have like some type of instrument to make the sounds and shit and all that stuff and um yeah i think it's crazy how like you know nowadays you can make a beat with all these instruments, like from different countries, like uh, 
Like I, I, I was I was doing I was making beats for a while, um, just for fun because uh one of my boys, uh, I, you know, I consider him you to be my my brother and shit, mm-hmm. and uh, he makes beats. What? Okay. And um, I thought it I thought it was interesting how he made the beats and shit. So I was like, you know, oh, let me let me try this out a little bit, mm-hmm. see you know, see if I can do something with it. Yeah. And. Uh, he uses I forgot what the hell he uses, but um, I use GarageBand. Oh yeah, man, that program and, dope on Mac. Yeah, GarageBand. I recorded all the all the songs that I've recorded. I recorded off GarageBand. I love GarageBand. The problem that sucks is I can only use it on my phone. I mean, it's it's it doesn't really suck because you know I'm still using it regardless. But on the uh. You have to have a MacBook in order to use GarageBand, and uh, I mean, I feel like that's a plus, you know, because you can do more things. But I use GarageBand on my cell phone, and um, I recorded a couple songs or whatever. I got a a, a snowball mic, and um, yeah, I recorded a couple songs and shit, and it, and this shit sound legit. Yeah, um, most definitely. Look, yeah, GarageBand. It. I don't know. It's a. It's a really good app, and like, I, I feel like it's not that hard to learn because I learned it pretty quick. I mean, at first when I, you know, was introduced to GarageBand, I was like, oh shit, it's kind of difficult. Like I didn't really get, you know, how to use it or whatever. But a week or two, mm-hmm. I learned this shit. You know, I. And I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I'm big on YouTube. Like, yeah, me too, man. With, with, with anything in my life, you know, mm-hmm. I watch YouTube. Like, it could be the you know simplest shit. I watch YouTube. So I, I I I hit up YouTube and was you know pretty much like you know how to learn how to use uh, GarageBand or whatever. And I made a couple beats, man, and um. I let a couple of my friends listen to it and shit, and niggas was like, damn, that shit's dope. And I'm like, damn, that's what's up. <laughs> I learned off, you know, fucking YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, the tutorial, uh, the tutorial, uh, you know, like, route to self-teaching yourself, you know? Yeah. That's the best, man. Like, yeah, I've YouTubed for, you know, like, recipes to technology stuff, you know, like how to edit a video um you know if there's a new sound bank or like a new instrument i'll look up a youtube video to hear how the sounds you know like you know like what comes with it you know and get a glimpse into if i want to buy a product or not uh you know yeah i see a lot of different reviews and it's super beneficial man totally yeah, man. You know, and people in the you know, back in the day, they had to look it up in books, hit the libraries, you know, get together and exchange this information. You know, now it's easily accessible, and um, you know, it's a high level advantage uh, that these generations have. You know, no, nah, I always felt like that. Like you know, nowadays it's more, you know. I feel like it's easier than the past times. Yeah. Like like what you said, you gotta go to libraries and shit. <laughs> Just to look up simple shit that 
you know, nowadays people would be like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Well, we all we have to do is sign into a computer or a phone and, you know, we got it, you know, catered to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. We're even talking right now. You know, there's no delay or, you know, any type of latency. Like we're talking like in real time. Yeah, I, I I think that's crazy too how advanced we are, man. Like you got to think about it. We came from cavemen. <laughs> like it's just crazy how you know the how life is nowadays. You know how advanced we are and how you know how many centuries we get better at you know technology or you know what I'm saying shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, the advancements and, uh, you know, when somebody pitches an idea, yeah, it's to improve upon what is already existing, you know, to make it better, faster, uh, more convenient, uh, you know, and it could it could run on wireless technology or, <laughs> you know, all this kind of, uh, all this kind of stuff. Like, uh, yeah, man, I love it. Um, you know, I grew up in the days of like, you know, like 8-bit um, arcade video games, you know, and cheap graphics yeah. and VHS movie stores and, you know, just looking forward to pop culture and, you know, to take in a new movie or, you know, a new blockbuster release or something like that yeah. was, that was epic, man. Yeah. I remember, uh, you say you 28, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. So we grew up around the same shit. Like I I remember going to fucking uh, Blockbuster and shit. <laughs> <laughs> going to Blockbuster, I remember going in that joint. My mom was like, you know, you know, what movie y'all want to watch tonight? Or whatever, blah blah blah. Yes. Had the little Blockbuster card walked in. There. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those those are memories, nigga. Like. You can't you can't tell your kids nowadays that shit like you, like they would be like what the fuck is a VHS or you know what's a blockbuster you know what I'm saying like <laughs> straight up those is memories man. yeah I mean they do still have some you know like little like you know like vintage shops where they they still sell them but um, you know and, and you know after the VHS you know they started to carry DVDs and so you would go in there. See if you see the new release, like if it's Netflix, and all of them are gone. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. Blockbuster only has like ten copies of the new, uh, you know, uh, Terminator or Jurassic Park or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, man. I used to rent games for like. I remember I was renting games for like Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. You know, uh, and I started renting games for like, you know, uh, PlayStation and Nintendo sixty four. Uh, yeah, all that shit, all that shit evolved. Bro, I remember one time there was this video store. It was called All the Best Video out here in California, and uh, they had like, like four, like six or seven TV screens, like, and you could pl- you could uh, charge you like I think like three or four bucks for like uh, like an hour to to play like a Sega Saturn or a Dreamcast, and they had all these TVs set up, and you could you know, pay and just, like, chill in there and just play games. Yeah, man, that's what's I, up. And, and I'd be like, man, like, you know, and I never did it, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, because I was, like, 
way younger, but I was always like, damn, like they got us hooked up in here. Like, I wonder who comes in here, you know, like they must have a following or yeah. they must have some good business or something. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't start playing video games until, uh, the 2000s. Oh. Um, yeah, I would, I would say probably around like 2001, 2002. Um, well, I played games before. Yeah. It's just uh, I wasn't like I didn't have my actual system and shit. Like, oh, you know, yeah. my mom, you know, at the times those times was hard and shit. So, yeah. you know, I couldn't afford a system and shit. But uh, damn, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to afford one either. But uh, like my uh, mom and my stepdad, he uh, they got into selling like old furniture and and so it was kind of like a under the table sort of thing where they would uh pretty much go to like you know like the yard sales and stuff like in the rich neighborhoods buy all this yeah. furniture and all these like toys and video game systems and all that TVs and different stuff and then we would sell them at like flea markets so i grew up like having all the video games having you know an abundance of stuff that the rich neighborhoods you know were selling at yard sales and we yeah. kind of developed a way of uh you know creating income you know and all the kids would wake up early and we'd all go in a van and you know we'd load up and then we'd unload around like six or seven in the morning and uh then it would open around like eight or nine sometimes and uh you know so yeah man so <laughs> i always collected stuff that, that we always came across you know and try to hold yeah yeah i still have some stuff you know that that i kept over the years but yeah you know like just yeah those just that firsthand experience of living through that time period uh just imagine earlier you know time periods you know where (laughs) yeah yeah there's so many different uh you know like record players and stuff like that uh you just don't see no more you know you don't, man, and and I don't want to say it sucks, mm-hmm. but you know, I feel like because uh, I got two girls, I got two daughters, and um, I feel like if I was to mention some shit like that, they'd be like, "What the hell is that?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and <laughs> so, like, we 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 experience a generation that they will never know of, you know. Only only way they would know of is through the you know like books and shit or, you know yeah yeah like if they featured it in a new movie you know you know everyone would be on it you know like yeah like, like Walkman like or you know like one of them Walkmans like that that was featured in uh of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie yeah man when I got my first Walkman oh my god <laughs> the first the first tape I had. Yeah, was uh cassette tapes like you, kids nowadays? You know what I'm saying? They probably don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, but, man. that technology was my first. Tight. My first cassette tape was DMX, <laughs> nigga. What? Yo, I was nigga. I was jumping up and down on the couch like crazy <laughs> listening to that motherfucking album, <laughs> yeah. nigga. Like I was so excited, like you know. Yeah. And, I think that's where my uh music you know my fascination with music started you know mm-hmm. I I got my first walkman and 
I was getting all these tapes and shit. And at that time, you know, you know, you took a cassette tape and you recorded music off the radio or whatever. Real talk. Yeah, man. And kids nowadays, they, they don't know that shit and they won't know it because they, you know, it's not like we're going to go back to cassette tapes. That's We starting back over in life, you know? Well, uh, I mean, you start to see like different things that kind of mirror those uh, those innovations, you know, like you know, like the downloading world or, you know, you know, where people coming up on their favorite songs and stuff like, yeah, early on, you know, we'd have to hear the radio or, you know, copy a tape uh, by putting that little paper in those little holes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Real talk. <laughs> I mean, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I started recording uh, just stuff off the radio. Man, there were some rare songs that I was just like, I don't know the name to this song. Because, you know, you couldn't, uh, you know, uh, you couldn't look up a song name, you know, like, especially yeah. radio, they'd play a song. And sometimes they wouldn't even mention it. But some some of the old school radio stations, they'd be like, OK, we got this coming up next or this or something. So you would know. But then after they play the song, you know, every once in a while, they kind of mention, uh, all right, well, you know, we just finished, you know, you know, the, you know, this song or whatever. Uh, but yeah, man, I got into it early on, started, started recording. I had like a double tape, uh, kind of like a boom box yeah. that my grandma gave me and I don't know where she got it from. It was old school. It was like something from the eighties <laughs> you see up on like, you know, like one of their breakdancing movies or something. <laughs> nah, I know what you mean. I, I, I had one of them joints. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, yeah, I got familiar with it, um, and then eventually I started doing the same technique with the VHS. You know, recording TV shows and you know, recording movies and stuff. I remember one time i I recorded the uh, I recorded the audio on on the boombox off of a VHS movie, the, the Stephen King uh, movie. Um, and I remember I showed my uncle, and he and he was a truck driver, and he was like, "Man, you know." Uh, you think you could record me some songs or, you know, some movies so that when I drive, you know, I could listen to them. And I was like, yeah, you know. And and so I, I think I recorded like the Green Mile for him and a couple movies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he'd be on the road, you know, driving hundreds of miles cross country and whatnot. And uh, he's just, you know, he's just watching movies, but he's just hearing the audio, you know. Yeah. Nah, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a crazy memory, you know, that I don't really think I could ever duplicate again, you know? It's like I was led to my interest in, technically it was like analog, you know? It was moving toward the digital age. Um, But, you know, the tapes were super analog, you know? The film, real kind of technique, um, you know, but on a smaller scale, you know, like a... uh, consumer scale where they can sell tapes yeah man i came across tapes you know with no covers you know where the names were like scratched off and i pop it in and it ended up being like you know some ice cube or something <laughs> uh no i fuck with ice cube yeah you know? <laughs> and just be like damn like this is dope like you know and back in that hip-hop day you know sometimes they didn't uh have an advanced musician, studio musician to play all these instruments. 
So they, they even they, you know, innovated by uh, sampling these old school records, you know? Yeah. Like heavy, you know, everyone in the East Coast, all the beats, they, you know, they would make their own drum kits or they would sample a break beat from, a, you know, some kind of song and then they put a sample to it that they'd flip. And uh, yeah, you know what I mean? That's that's the underground culture that uh, I guess became corporatized, you know, over time. Yeah. Now I feel like uh, the old school producers and shit. Yeah. They had it. They had it ten times worse than you know what you know producers have it now. Like producers now, they have it so easy. Like it's yeah. it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. all you gotta do is download. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it called? A preset? Yeah, uh, or a program, a software like Fruity Loops or something. Yeah, all you gotta do is download that shit, and I mean they charge for that shit, but you can somehow get that shit for free. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's a whole culture of it, man, where people are just in cyberspace and they they figure out you know these different things and different methods. Uh, you know, like the torrents, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a huge market, and um, it's just really like, it's really like ambitious people that found a outlet, you know, to uh, be able to get their hands on the software that they could never re- afford, you know, because it costs hundreds of dollars. Yeah, like what the hell, you know? And some people don't have the you know college uh, class course, you know, where they get given a handful of softwares for the class, you know. You know, yeah. You pay, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the fees to have the books and the software and all that stuff. So, I mean, even the college kids got it easy, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're just put, you know, uh, they're put in a class where, yeah, you know, they learn the basics and, uh, you know, how to, you know, play an instrument or or the direction of what sounds good, you know. So like the yeah. theory. Uh, behind different chords and different stuff like that. And yeah, man, you know, the music, it, it all became pop music, you know, with auto tune and, you know, paid advertisements and <laughs> to get people to get, uh, you know, the traffic to eventually become trending, you know, and get like a million plays on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but even the tutorial people, man, I know some tutorials that, are, you know, a million views, you know, because people just be on that, you know, how to do this or how to, how to do whatever, you know? Yeah, like, like, all that goes back to YouTube pretty much. Yeah. Like, like, like imagine if YouTube wasn't created, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, I think it was like three guys that created YouTube. Oh. Um, Imagine if that wasn't, you know, created you know we would be clueless because like like when i say i live off of youtube i really live off of youtube (laughs) like that's what anything in my life like i go to youtube for like you know a lot of people go to google they'll type in i don't like type doing all that typing shit like they'll type in a whole fucking question like a fucking story I go to YouTube, I type in a couple words, mm-hmm. I find my fucking video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
it's it, I don't know, man. Like I'm 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 huge with YouTube. Like yeah, I really appreciate you know the people that created YouTube and shit. Yeah, for sure, man. It's 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 the one of the best platforms. Uh, even though it's you know owned by Google, you know what I'm saying, and even though it's you know become just a big conglomerate and and you know to ensure that your you know your videos won't be you know they won't vanish overnight because it's like they got hella servers they got hella people you know updating youtube you know how the youtube app constantly gets updated just yeah with the world you know and yeah and and all that um and they make you know there's different people that suggest you know certain things to be improved upon and there's all kinds of forums that, you know, they keep YouTube changing every day, you know, to become better, faster, and more uh, easier access to start creating your, you know, on your own channel, you know. They got a studio yeah. theater. They got all kinds of stuff you can just do online. You don't even need software. Uh, you don't. It's, it's pretty tight, man. And, and yeah, like, I met people, um, I wanted to say, I met people that, had kind of the same routine of keyword typing and techniques to find these videos, you know, and yeah. discover some real shit that, you know, you could have never found unless, you know, you did X, Y, and Z, you know, to, to, to come up on the post or the Google search or, you know, it could pertain to any kind of, you know, surfing on the internet. Um, but there, but people have, more stuff in common than they think, you know, especially yeah. histories and, you know, their, uh, you know, like, you know, like their digital footprint that they leave, like, you know, like a breadcrumb trail of history and, you know, kind of what you will have a breakthrough on next, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and learn and eventually go that direction and pursue that, you know? Um, I see a lot of people doing like self-help, you know, like motivation stuff heavy right now. No, I see, I see that a lot too. Yeah, for sure, man. I mainly see it on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Like social media nowadays, like, you know, you get a lot of people that, you know, that actually want to, you know, motivate other people to do better, you know, but I feel like with this generation that we live in, not a lot of people give, you know, respect to shit like that, you know, but the older generation understands it, but the newer generation tends to drift off with, you know, uh, yeah. they, they, they want to live with, how do how the fuck do I say it? I don't even know how to say it. Um, they just wanna, I don't know, like they just wanna live the day. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> they just wanna what? <laughs> I, I I'm I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I'm saying. Like the newer generation nowadays, they just like. I feel like they don't understand the struggle that we had to go through growing up. Man, and like you know, we we had okay, we had it hard, and we had to live through that shit in order for them to have a better life. 
Man, straight up. It's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I don't know if that makes sense, man, but like No, it does. I mean, yeah. they say it's with it's like that with every uh, you know, like generation that comes forth and you know goes through uh age process and reaches you know past their 20s into their 30s and you know yeah like the whole concept that we paved the way you know what i mean uh yeah or, you know we were i mean we could all agree that we were here before them you know what i'm saying yeah and we could also agree the hardcore concept that there was people that were before us that were here that had to really pave the man they had to really pave the way you know what i'm saying no they did straight up and i'm grateful for i that. am too bro I, I and i could acknowledge it from my point of view in my generation you know not everybody from my generation can acknowledge that there was some people that came before them that paved the way in some degree you know um yeah but these newer generations will they become coherent of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they will ever appreciate it as much as I appreciate it, the people that came before me, you know? Yeah, like, I I really appreciate the people that came before me because I wouldn't be in the situation I am now, you know? And, um, I mean, that's talking about pretty much, like, you know, dealing with, you know, racism and all that type of shit. Like, uh... Oh, yeah. I mean, we still live through that, but it's it's not shit compared to what the fuck our ancestors had to live through. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, yeah, like... That's that's through music, you know, that's through anything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, with music, you know the generation before us, you know, that shit didn't get as much, you know, playtime as, you know, the, you know, the white people. I, w- I don't want to say white people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want to say I'm racist or anything. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, we, we didn't get as much playtime as they did, you know? And I feel like, when it comes to shit like that, like Elvis Presley, you know, you know, he was a bigger fucking star than half these black dudes at the time that he was recording music, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. And, you know, he got more playtime and, you know, all that shit. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, he got more airtime, like, the Temptations had to consider coming out with the album cover of them Looking like the Beach Boys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like it, to make sales, you know what I'm saying? To actually be on, you know, the billboards or you know, what I mean the the charts, you know. Yeah. It, it, I mean, technically, bro, it was a way of manipulation, you know, for some of these black groups and black acts, you know, to play on that concept in order to even make it in the market. It's like, uh, you know, it's like some baseball shit, you know, with the with the whole like Jackie Robinson thing, you know, yeah, like, he had to play the baseball, you know, like, and, and so you know, eventually, yeah, he he uh, he just made it public, you know, like once you make it public, you know, your idea could be stolen, you know. So when hip hop went public, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, 
there was corporate interest that that took interest in it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and or if we go back to like the blues and all that kind of stuff, like bro, when I first heard that all the jazz clubs like in Baton Rouge and you know uh, in these old school time periods, uh, there was always a white version, you know, like that was yeah. like on the opposite side of town where they were playing the same notations, you know, the same. <laughs> uh styles i mean you got white dudes that sound like uh james brown you know what i'm saying no i heard shit i heard about that shit i heard about that shit like no i i've seen it bro uh on the uh uh i'm gonna say it's either the temptations or the five heartbeats on that uh dvd there's a extra where it shows the studio musicians that actually sang because everybody believes that the actors were singing you know what i'm saying yeah uh but that wasn't the case bro like there was studio singers that were in the studio that were singing for the temptations and whatnot i don't know if it was the temptations or the five heartbeats i think it was the five heartbeats you ever see that movie with uh yeah i i saw it i I don't remember it much but yeah like i I saw it i definitely saw it yeah man it's got like you know like robert townsend in the movie uh He's a big, uh, he plays a big character. You know, he's the songwriter. He's pretty much the beat maker. Uh, he writes all the music and, um, yeah, man, uh, for all their parts, all their singing parts, uh, some of the singers, man, they just look hilarious. Like they're, I mean, they're not black, you know what I'm saying? Some of them are like Hawaiian, some of them are mixed, uh, but for sure there's a white dude that's like, it's got soul, you know? Uh, he developed yeah. soul through either through the training or the the old school YouTube tutorials. I don't know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he got put on, and you know, uh, and back in the day, yeah, you know, it was like that. There was tons of artists that they were automatically put on the market, you know. Um, but yeah. they were pretty like biting off of a style of rock, blues, or jazz, or something, you know that. They had to go to those uh, unpoverished neighborhoods to soak up game, you know? Yeah. To soak up game of that uh, classic sound, you know, uh, that Motown sound, you know? Yeah, I feel, I, I feel like, you know, pretty much when it comes to music and shit, like, like with when it comes to rock and shit. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people, I feel like black black you know created that shit, but you know they did it in some type of way. I mean, I I don't I don't follow the whole rock you know movement and how it was at the time, but I I like rock pop you know personally. Over oh, yeah, um, I I always felt like you know a you know a black dude at the time did some shit like that and pretty much the style was bitten straight up and you know and that's the same thing with like blues you know you got to you know at the at the 70s i'm trying to think when that shit first started like the 60s 70s yeah you, know, you always had somebody that was you know white that was like, oh shit! That you know that movement 
it sounds like it's about to, you know, be popping pretty much. (laughs) Let me let me hop on that train and let me do it, and you know, yeah, they did it and it was success, and you know, they never gave credit, you know, to the person that they actually fucking bit, you know, bit it off. Oh hell, hell no! Yeah, they would never, uh, they would never pay homage, you know, to the originators, really. Or the yeah man yeah yeah you know they but they'll put some sort of spin on it you know like some sort of spin to where they'll make it their own you know and uh, yeah why did this become such a big you know uh, subject matter you know and, and how back in the day you wouldn't buy the style you you know you would strive to develop your own lane you know uh, in the neighborhood yeah. and uh, to be noticed really. And if you said like yeah. line that somebody said in you know, you know, I'm speaking like early hip hop, like in New York, for example, like yeah, they they were really up on game to where they would notice, you know, uh, certain rhyme schemes or you know certain stuff. Now it, days it became fashionable to have the little weight flow or the you know to sound like DMX or you know what I mean. Especially- no, no, I know what you mean. I I hear that shit too often, and um, yeah, like I, I feel like a lot. And it's funny though, because a lot of rappers nowadays they want to say that they don't know who this person is, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying they they'll be like, oh, I don't know that dude, or blah blah blah. But it's funny how you sound like him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like the kids nowadays. You know, they heard that shit some, you know, at some point in time growing up and they want to, you know, imitate it, you know. Yep. And I, I, I like, I don't know, like, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of somebody off top that I, I know that does that shit. Oh, uh, like um, Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah, like just, yeah, that's a good example. Um, Justin Timberlake. I feel like he makes okay, Justin Timberlake. I'm not trying to discredit him at all. Yeah, I'm not. He makes really good music. Yeah, he makes really good music. Like, I, I, I can't name one song that I didn't fuck with when Justin Timberlake released it. But <laughs> Straight up, yeah. I feel like he gravitates towards the black community to get a a song sale. Like Justin Timberlake, like if you have, if you you know listen to all the recent songs that he's put out, yeah, he's always, you know, had some type of black influence on that song. Yep, yeah, he has some sort of, and I mean, it it probably just came out in his, uh, you know, his um, publishing. You know, there's yeah, there's different writers and people that collabed, you know, and put together these, these productions. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he, 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 he already knows, like, if, if you make a song that sounds like a white dude, you're not going to get much success. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying that because I'm half white. I'm, I'm black, white, and Native American, so. You know, I'm not trying to discredit white people, 
Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I feel like white people. Black, the blacks, they have different types of style and they have what it takes to make a successful song or, you know, shit like that. So I feel like, you know, they they try to fuck with people, black people that know what the fuck they doing. And at the end of the day, they just like, all right, well, I'm going to. I'm gonna have money. Yeah, it's like, you know exactly. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, and uh, yeah, of course it's gonna be based off a of tribal cultural significance, you know, to the the style that they're portraying. You know, uh, everything always has like some sort of origin. Yeah, of some kind if you follow it, and you know, they you know they ask all these different people, you know, like who influenced you to do this sound or this song or whatever. And, uh, you know, they always have some sort of mixed answers about it or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I totally always see, uh, you know, just different um, artists that take that route and, and they pull it off, you know, like Riff Raft, <laughs> for example. You ever see that? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that Riff Raft? Um, I don't off the top, you know, know any songs that he put out, but I've heard yeah. a couple songs that he, you know, made or whatever. And I, I thought, I, I thought yeah. a couple songs was pretty nice, but when it comes to that situation, like you do have white people that grew up around, you know, blacks. Like for sure, you, you do have those type of white people. Like you can't, you can't say that all white people grew up in that rich type of environment. You know, you you do yeah, have white yeah. people that grew up in the hood. You know, oh. it's just because you know, for them mm-hmm. they don't see color. You know, and. And I grew up, I went to high school, and it was a, I grew up, I went to high school in an all-white neighborhood, pretty much. Like, it was, it was all-white people, pretty much. And, and like, you know, it was, at the time, racism wasn't a big issue. So, like, you saw these, you know, white people as your friends and shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, once in a while, you you know, see, you'll see black people, Spanish people, blah, blah, blah. But where where I grew Mm -hmm. up, like, in high school, you know, you saw these people and, like, I, I, like, I, I never really saw like when it. I never really saw racism and shit. Well, for- you know, because the the white people that I grew up around, they yeah. walked with you know blacks, or they or they respected up. blacks. Yeah, you know, and 
I feel I feel like when it comes to like racism and shit, a lot of I mean I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, you know, in each you know state, but like I feel like when it comes to racism, that shit's more in the South, like Texas, Florida, Georgia, uh, Arizona, Arizona, like you know, Nevada, like that. <laughs> No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> there's, you know, there's all kinds of uh, inferiority. You know, like they don't really want to, you know, be in public. You know, people make the, you know, the whole public thing about like racism. Like, you know, there were certain people that couldn't go nowhere. You know what I mean? Or they couldn't eat at certain places and stuff like that. It's like that dude um i always you know get told yeah. oh you know like don't eat here or don't go this place because <laughs> so-and-so is racist or you know it's, there's like some horrible feeling is that yeah you know is um, that but nowadays, speaking on back or... in the day like yeah you got movies like that freedom riders movie um where, where there's like asian kids that are at war yeah. with mexicans at war with you know African-American black kids, you know, like, and they all live in LA, for example. And, uh, you know, there's just some racial tension, you know, in the neighborhoods of all places, the neighborhoods, bro. Um, and that's, and that's to some degree, to some degree, I would say to some degree, but back in the nineties, the, there was like, a, um, you know, it was put in movies and music. Um, there, there was a segregation of sorts in schools, for example, you know, like, and especially in the prison system, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where they push you with your own kind and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, like, it becomes a heavier subject, you know, talking about, you know, how that's, like, the number one way to associate humankind, you know, is through their race or through their nationality or something. But America is the land of the free, you know, and always had that. Uh, premise and intention yeah. that they put out there, uh, but it's strange, man. Like to to see that kind of shit, you know. I've never been to jail. Have you? No, I've never been to jail. Uh, I I don't I don't see myself being to jail. Like I ha- I have a bad thought about jail because uh, my dad. He's been in jail for 20 years now, and uh, he got out, and he went back to jail. I mean, I don't know the situation, whatever happened, it was blah, 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 and uh, he he got out after 20 years, and he went back to jail. He got out, and then went back to jail, and then he's out now. But I'm expecting him to go back to jail. It's not like I'm wishing on him or anything. It's just, you know, it's just, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like if you've been to jail that many of times, you know, you're eventually going to go back soon for some shit. And I don't know the case because oh, bro. I, I'm not close to my dad because... Yeah, I'm not I'm not really close with my dad. Like I don't talk to him on a daily basis. I really don't talk to him on a 
monthly basis because yeah yeah i recognize that he's my dad but at the same time my mom raised me you know so i consider my mom to be my my mother and my father figure and my mom has always been there for me you know and my dad's out now and I feel like he's not putting much of an effort into actually being in my life, you know? And, I mean, it sucks because I had to grow up pretty much, you know, trying to figure out shit that a man's supposed to know. Like... I didn't, like, I'm 28, and there's a bunch of shit that, I, that I'm supposed to know that I don't know, you know, like, fucking changing oil in a car. It's simple shit, but at the same time, you know, if it was a white dude, you know, up, yeah. their dad would That's legit. talk to yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? So, I tend to gravitate towards any dude that's older than me in my life, you know, I'll be like, you know, um, they'll teach me something. And I'm just like, damn, man, it's crazy because my father figure was never in my life to actually teach me this shit, you know? And, And going back to YouTube, like, there's a bunch of shit that I have to go to YouTube to fucking learn. But it's simple shit that my father figures. <laughs> yeah, out. for real. <laughs> you know. Real talk. Nah, man. Like, it's crazy, though. Like, like I don't want to say I Tough. have, you know, daddy issues or whatever. Straight up. Yeah. But that shit hurts me, though. Like, like I always like I always wanted somebody to teach me how to do shit. I mean, it could be the simplest shit in life, but I always wanted someone to teach me how to do shit in life. And for me to be twenty eight and <laughs> I have to learn from the next nigga, that yeah that shit hurts me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that nigga should have never left me at the, you know, at the at the beginning, you know. I don't, I don't give a fuck what yeah. you have to go through for you to be in jail. You know what I'm saying? And you know, because I have to, like, like, like. Okay, let me, let me, let me, yeah. let me let you little know a little bit about my lifestyle. Okay. All right. So I live with my girl. And okay. we got two kids. And she has she has an older brother. I've learned so much off of this world. It's fucking crazy. What's up? Like this dude has been somewhat yeah. of a father figure to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy how my own fucking blood, my father, could not teach me half the shit I know. But this random dude 
can teach me, you know, so much shit. Yeah. And it fucking, it, it hurts me, dude. Like, 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 I don't fucking know, man. Like, like, I always wanted a father figure. So I always have to look up to my, my, my fiance's brother because he, he's willing to teach me shit, you know? And he don't know, you know, my full background and shit. I mean, he knows enough. I've been with him for, you know, I've known him for at least nine years now, you know? And he's, he's taught me so much shit that my father should have taught me that this nigga has never taught me, you know? And this nigga, this nigga's free on the streets right now, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's doing good for himself. I'm not going to, you know, discredit him for anything. He's doing good for himself. But at the same time, <laughs> straight up, where the fuck were you, dude? Like, come on. Like, where the fuck were you? Like, nigga, I'm 28. I'm almost, I'll be, I'll be 29 in August, nigga. I'm almost 30. You know? And I had to learn off some random dude of all this basic shit that a fucking father figure should have taught Yeah, me. for real. Like, that shit hurts me, bro. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't think about it a lot. But when I do think about Straight it... Straight up, bro. Um, you know, you're leaving... You're leaving a storyline... Uh, that's, you know, the closest to the protagonist. You know, if you had both parents who were an only child and stuff like that, you kind of have like a, I don't know, some sort of like, I don't know, like a mediocre sort of life. But not to hate on anybody, but, I mean, just my story, for example, bro, like, I come from the same circumstances, bro, being fatherless and knowing who he is, but he's not in my life, you know? And, uh... Yeah, you know, um, yeah, that got to me, you know, at times, you know, but I never really, I don't know, it, it just, it, that was never a priority in my mind, you know, um, at the time of growing up, uh, I just, I, I got into discovering things and, you know, a lot of my life has been self-taught, you know, to keep up with and keep busy with different, yeah, different things in my life that people that were over 40 that, that were doing, you know. But I'm like 18, you know, or even when I was a teenager, like yeah. I was, I was doing some other shit, man, that other kids weren't, and um, you know, I I kind of shied away from doing that, you know, and uh, but totally, man, you know, there's always some circumstance, some stuff that happened before you were born, you know, to bring you into this world, and you know, the people that you know did that, uh, you know, they gotta live amongst the same constraints that we're going to have to prepare to, you know? And uh, what ends up happening is like, we go through that experience and it only makes us stronger, bro. And like, you know, if you ask me if I had a dad, like, hell no, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) but my mom did have stepdads, you know? And my my mom had seven kids, bro. (laughs) So I have, I'm the middle child. I have three older siblings and then three younger siblings. 
uh, and it's just a weird kind of situation, you know, that a child could find herself, you know, like not having questions answered. Uh, there's probably been some sort of uh, evolution, you know, some sort of improvement in the genome to where, you know, you don't really have to be affected by that, you know, and, and you can tap into something that's inner, you know, uh, opposed to like outer, you know, some, some shit out here, you know, uh, but, you know, going within bro and just yeah. finding out who you are and what you like. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm glad I wasn't under the constraints, uh, you know, to some degree from a father, you know, uh, but when I did meet my real dad, he was like, all I want you to do in life is to like, you know, serve God and, you know, uh, you know, just live by the morals and, you know, don't, you know, have a, you know, you know, in addiction to the worldly things. And, you know, he's just telling me all this kind of stuff from his perspective. And uh, he had a wild and crazy life. And, you know, he lives in San Antonio, Texas. And like, I don't even talk to him to this day, but, I, you know, I kind of know what he's up to. And, you know, I still see my brother from his side from my dad's side uh, on Facebook and we always talk and say, what's up, you know, uh, through the posts and stuff. He's always barbecuing and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, yeah, I want to retouch, you know, and, you know, uh, you know, reconnect with them, you know, like as I'm older, you know, because it's been since I even seen them. Um, yeah. But I always had my brothers and sisters that just happened to be from different fathers, you know, my mom just had, had these kids and, and and you know uh my mom always says how she waited like 10 years to have me um after my oldest brother uh or or uh my oldest sibling uh but yeah man like i don't know you know it, it's it, it's you know the icing on the cake bro for the ultimate uh <laughs> the ultimate rebel you know, <laughs> you know, you, you didn't grow up with the father yeah, you know, no, and your mother you. was there. You know, my mom was totally there, bro. Like she didn't get involved with drinking or partying or alcohol or, 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 you know, like uh, any crazy drugs or nothing. Uh, but I know some people from the hood that, you know, their parents were addicted to all kinds of stuff, you know, and partying with their kids and stuff back in the nineties. Like, yeah, and it's crazy like that. But uh, you know, I just always, um, yeah, man, I just took it like you know, it was just something that a lot of people had in common with me, you know. Uh, and then I knew a lot of people that had both parents, or you know, they had it rough, you know, with trying to be a certain type of person or having the expectations from both parents, you know, to become a doctor or something, you know. No, I know, I, I know how that is. Trust me, I, I definitely yeah. fucking grew up with people like that. Like the people, the people that I grew up, they grew up with, you know, both parents and shit. And, uh, they parents, you know, expected them to <laughs> be pretty up, much yeah. like them, but better. Yeah, and just always be pursuing, you know, something to leave a lasting impression on the family name, you know. <laughs> 
you know, stuff like that, you know, you yeah. see in movies and stuff. Because uh, it's a type of, you know, uh, a type of people uh, grew up that way, you know. And But, yeah, you got, like, the Menace to Society type movies and shit, you know. Where if they did have their dad in their life, yeah, their dad showed them the ropes of, you know, how to, you know, uh, you know, just have the partying, have the drinking and smoking and shit uh, out in the open, you know. Uh, we are a generation that, to some degree, yeah. yeah, a lot of us went through it, like, had people smoking around us, and, you know, as we grew up, uh, and you see that in today's world, you know, people don't care, uh, and they smoke or drink wherever, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, uh, but these different, <laughs> uh, kind of, like, specimen of human, man, like, they they become immune, you know. Their their immune system adapts to that sort of climate, you know, uh, and that sort of like uh, tolerance yeah. to heavy drugs or, you know, uh, you know, if we're sick, we take some cough medicine or something, you know, like uh, we, you know, like all these aspirin yeah. drugs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, these companies like are known to have some crappy ingredients, you know that. Just mess up the genome, you know. Uh, but we're just trying to yeah. not hurt you so much, you know, and go through that pain and anxiety. And yeah, man, we totally went through it. The newer generations are—I mean, I'm seeing symptoms of it, you know, as they get older, you know. They they adapt more and they they'll build yeah. awareness, you know, like. And come into contact with it, and sometimes they avoid it, you know. Uh, but yeah, like gotta, you know, just yeah, just keep pursuing, um, you know, a certain type of thinking pattern, you know, that'll get you out of stuff and have you think twice before you do anything, you know. Nah, that's 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 how I live nowadays, man. Like the way I think nowadays, man. Yeah. It's, like, it's like my attitude is you can't trust any and everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, like the world's so fucked up nowadays, and like. You gotta you gotta look over your shoulder nowadays with with how Yeah, that's true. You gotta well, you know, you gotta watch your own back. And the people that do got your back, you gotta watch out for them <laughs> too. Cause the yeah, second man, you slip up crazy. like bro, I've been stolen from so many times, you know, whether it be clothes or whether it be just you know, food or whatever, you know? Like there's just kind of like a psychology of, of yeah. people that are just in need and they'll take it like, or whatever, you know, uh, still or whatever. And uh, like if nothing happened, you know. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world, man. No, I don't yeah. understand it, but I live in it. Be in it twenty four seven. 
Yeah, man. Some people want to. Yeah. I don't know. Some people have the idea of, you know, uh, someplace outside of here, you know. And, and your imagination could take you there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, this was this was uh definitely a great conversation that I needed, bro. And I'm I'm, I'm glad I, I I spoke with you, you know, because I feel like somebody actually, you know, feels my pain and you know actually went through what i went through having to deal with it you know but you know i kind of overcame it you know by uh i mean just discovering who who i who i am you know <laughs> like and, and just knowing that you know i'm my own species you know like everybody is you know and you, how how will you pres- how will you preserve yourself in the digital age you know like that—that's one of the biggest concepts that I've been yeah. working toward. Like, how do I want to go down in trying to by who I am on this earth? You know, um, and and trying to get that down. You know, and trying to connect with people that I never thought I could. You know, from all different yeah. parts of the world. All different, uh, but yeah, man, we definitely got to do this again. Um, um, yeah, we definitely got to. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man, I'm down. <laughs> I feel like this is the one of the most fucking. Realist conversation. You know, talk, man. Yeah, like, like, like I feel like you relate to. Well, well, you know, it's like they say, like a good story life. has to have like, you know, the most incredible details, and and you know, it has to have an authentic mythology a part of it to consider it like an official narrative, you know, and it it seems like yeah, like yeah. I mean, that's a crucial component to uh, a certain type of pattern of people that uh, spawned out of these generations. You know what I'm saying? And there were people that didn't have fathers <laughs> and it, it was relying on their mother and like, you know, uh, you know, like neurologically you had to take that in, you know, like woman, you know, you know, your mom's always there for you, you know, and takes care of you and. You know, keeps the roof over your head or like, you know, like whatever. Uh, yeah, man. That is a, uh, that's what I think about, you know. <laughs> no, I think yeah. the same way. I think the same way. Yeah. I don't yeah, know, this is refreshing, bro. <laughs> nah, man. But, um, yeah, shit, I mean, <laughs> we're already at 80. <laughs> Gonna be it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what's up, though. That's that's how you know it's real fucking talk, man. It's real talk. 
That's what I'm saying, man. Like it's this this conversation has been fucking legit. And I fucks with it and um yeah definitely gonna be fucking seeing more of us, you know, yeah. and, and my podcast and your podcast and um yeah, man. I this this has been a fucking amazing conversation. I feel like I've relieved some stress off my chest. You know, because I've I've had a bunch yeah. of shit that I've had to say, you know, <laughs> through my time. <laughs> you know, and I'm not the type of person that like to stress a lot, and I don't I don't like to fucking. I'm the type of person that yeah. like I fuck it with whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like I actually got to relieve, you know, some stress off my chest, and. You know, talking about the topics that we talk about, you know, <laughs> you know, it's 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 just really, really good to me. <laughs> nah, man, and and for this whole conversation, even the yeah. the, the podcast that we did before, <laughs> man, like I fucks with you one hundred. <laughs> I fucks with you. That's 100. cool, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta do another one. You know. Damn, my ass already at ten percent. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my shit's at thirty-two. Well, fucking, fucking, um, yeah, definitely. I'm, 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 I'm definitely doing, you know, many more fucking podcasts with you, man. Like, you know, this shit was definitely <laughs> fucking a one. <laughs> Like I, I fucks with this podcast, man. Like I feel like this is for real. Damn, yeah, man. It was so far. We really put a lot of different stuff into perspective. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just fucking legit, man. This. I don't know, man. This is just. I I feel good, man. I I really feel good, and it it is crazy because you all the way in Cali. And I'm a Virginia. You on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast, and we pretty much live in the yeah. same, you know, type of life. You know, we've been through the same shit, and that just, you know, shows you that it doesn't matter where the fuck you at. You know, someone is living that same type of life you're living. You know, you may think you're that you're alone. But someone yeah. is living the same type of life you're living. Straight up. It's just crazy, man. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm glad I had you on the podcast, man. Right. We're gonna end it, you know, at this <laughs> Two point six. Yeah, man. No, nah, the longest podcast I've had. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> man, keep making your beats, man. Them shits oh, is amazing. Oh, you heard it? Them things is hmm. fucking crazy, bro. Oh, okay, yeah, you man. heard it? I Damn. think I found yeah. it on Instagram. That Deadpool beat. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man, keep making them joints. I'm telling you, man, you gonna fucking make it. Just keep doing what the fuck you do, 
and you're going to make it. Don't ever have somebody try to stop you from doing what the fuck you do. Don't ever, don't ever, nigga. Keep doing what the fuck you do. Haters, yes, they going to come out, you know, because I feel like haters are the yeah. same people that want to actually be you. You know what I'm saying? So always do what the fuck you do, because if you have haters, trust me, yeah. If you have haters, you're making it somewhere in life. You know what I'm saying? Always do what the fuck you do. And keep doing it, man. I'm telling you. You're going to be somewhere in life. Don't ever stop. Yeah, for real, man. That's real talk. Yeah, I love doing this. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Keep doing that shit, bro. Keep doing that shit. You're good at it, man. That's your talent. <laughs> That's your talent. Keep doing it. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Uh, we gonna do a podcast soon, and um, yeah, you yeah, know what it is. You know, Tony, you. <laughs> and we 